0: And
1: Jules, This is the
0: Nick and Jules Podcast.
1: Hello, welcome to another episode.
0: Good morning. Good afternoon. Never really sure how Good to start evening. the
1: podcast because you kind of know who it is, but it's probably nice to greet someone, isn't it? Mm. Greeting cards. Welcome to the podcast. Today, Hello. there's many things to look forward to, many things in store. We talk plenty of road chip options. We do talk about uh, Peter having a concert. Peter is Jules' partner.
0: Yes. The last hurrah for him. Before he moves, uh, I rob him of all his uh, musical opportunities <laughs> until he gets here.
1: Until he gets here, in which case, then you two form a folk duo together.
0: <laughs> you know it. Uh, I can like...
2: actually see that view. Do yeah. it, yeah. Like a the, like a the white stripes vibe, but like not be brother and sister. Sure.
1: <laughs> <Shut laughs> We hope. <laughs> <laughs>
2: we'll Hard
1: to say, you know. Genealogy, get the twenty three Me done. If you've joined us and you've listened to yesterday's podcast, you would know that today is the exciting day we finally played Dungeons and Dragons.
2: I have never seen you do so much prep. <laughs> um, well,
1: it's because
0: dice and everything. I've got
2: dice. I've got sound effects. I've even printed out
1: some sheets for you both. Whoa! So, for those playing along at home, Dungeons and Dragons. On the off chance you don't know what it is. I feel like a lot of people have seen Stranger Things. They get the vibe. It's an imagination-based role-playing game where we roll dice to see what happens. Mm. Uh, I will hand you both the uh, the character sheets. Thank you. Oh. Um, for your characters. There's a lot going on uh, on the I'll sheet. also both hand you some dice. I, feel like I wish you did it at the same time. Well, get up and h- have
2: some dice. A uh, set of dice Thank each. You, long-armed person. Um, right, there's a, it's a substantial amount of pages to this. I assume you didn't create this form. No, I didn't. That's uh, from a very popular D and D
1: website. Did
0: you get access to the printer to print this out yourself?
2: Uh, yep. <laughs> yep, the printer being my uh, email and.
1: <laughs> well, I wish I had a. Pr- I wish I, my account would print to email, but it doesn't. That's just not how it works. It works for everyone else. Um, but that's cool. I don't
0: understand anything on this shit.
1: That's okay, Jules. So how it would work is if we're pretending hypothetically we're in a, uh, you know, if you're in the middle of a fight and Jules, you want to go. Oh, I want to. I want to pick up this guy and throw him. Uh-huh. I would say. Uh, roll a d twenty. That's a twenty sided dice. Uh-huh. Sure. And then, you know, on your little, you got little stats there next to like athletics. You see the word athletics. Mm. athletics. Next, it's near intelligence. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yours might be
2: plus one or plus two. You
1: In, p-
0: plus two intelligence. Is that good?
2: That's good. It means you're
0: quite a Great. smart character. Where's my athletics?
2: Right. So Can that that plus or the minus adds to or minuses from the roll of yeah. The it's called a modifier. So it modifies your roll. Oh, that's like the the golf. Thing that people do Ooh,
0: sort of So I am not wise but I am charismatic.
1: So what we' are experiencing now is you both figuring out your characters <laughs> uh, Would we like to introduce our characters uh, you can both describe how you think they look. Matthew today you'll be playing reflux mm-hmm. the half orc yeah okay <clears throat> what does he look like and what is he like as a person?
2: Hi, my name's Reflux. Uh, I am a half-orc because apparently full-orc uh, is a bad guy. And uh, so I would classify myself as chaotic, uh, neutral, but a little bit naughty. Mm-hmm. You know, All just right. out there making fun. Um, I look orc-ish. Uh, so if you've watched Lord of the Rings, picture one of those. Um, but like not- hot though. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> but like, ra- like, I think he's a real chunky monkey. I feel like he is a thick boy. Like a like a, a bear, if you will. Yes, yes. Uh, I assume green in my mind. I think he's green, Tins with green. That's yeah. reflux. The half orc
1: jewels introducing Freya Mafzabad.
0: Mafzabad, the, what a name! Uh, Where are you getting these things of what you look like? Make, make it, it up. up.
1: I made that up oh, in, Jules, from my imagination. I'm Julia. This is relying I'm on your imagination. What does Freya Mafzabad look like?
0: Like a dragon.
1: <laughs> she looks like a dragon. <laughs> That's a, that's a type of character. It's called Dragonborn. You, may, right, you can be a Dragonborn. Your stats stay the same though. Mm. Um, so how we're going? I'm going to set you out on a very okay. very brief adventure
0: because mm. normally
1: this game goes for hours. Hey,
0: it works. I'm resistant to fire. Very good. Feeling well, purple vibes. Purple yeah. dragon purple vibes. Purple dragon. <laughs>
1: that's a thing in the game. You can be a purple dragon. Excellent. Um, so to kick things off, uh, I will take us. <laughs> I will take us into the town. Of Dungville,
0: <laughs> stinky.
1: Uh, we said we we take our story to the town of Dungville. Mm. Reflux the half orc has just come off the back of a long trip, and he bumps into Freya Mafsabad, the hey! dragon person. They've just she stumbled out of a pub after having a few too many drinks.
2: <laughs> what would you
1: like to do, uh,
2: Freya? Let's go back into the pub. <laughs> <laughs> all right.
1: That's fair. We'll we up a drink for you. Um, that's all right. We can definitely do that. We can go back into the pub because we are excited to go into the tavern. Oh, and we're inside the tavern. You open the door to the tavern. There's
0: a local band in there.
1: It's a huge door. Oop, hang on. So many sound effects I'm trying to play <laughs> It's a huge door. Oh, my word. And you open it up and you see all sorts of strange folk in there. There's a man sitting at the corner wearing a cape. And a cloak over his head. You can't see his face. There's a gang of little mice-looking men sitting in the corner, but they're having raucous good time. Mm. And there's just one old man sitting naked by the fireplace, drying (laughs) himself.
2: Who would you like to go and talk to?
1: Or would you like to go
0: get
2: a
1: drink first?
0: Not the naked man. I'd like a drink, please. Oh, 100.
2: Yeah, we'll go and grab some uh, butterbeer or whatever from the uh, (laughs) local barkeep. Go chat to the (laughs) barkeeper.
1: Hello. My name is Stinkum.
0: (laughs) Oh. Makes sense.
1: I'm the bartender here at uh, the this place. Uh, do, how much gold do you have? That'll depend on what drink you can get.
2: Oh, Honestly, I've got silver. We're a bit skinned. That's We're, uh, okay. The cheap stuff?
1: I'll give you some uh, some piss wine. <laughs> <laughs> Half
0: <Half-blain. laughs> Yeah. All I'll right. Some, yeah, uh,
1: some. Here's, uh, here's some piss wine. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> you can really hear as a good head on that paw
1: <laughs> You say when You just say when
2: <laughs> Yeah, that is uh, That is that's overflowing enough. onto the floor Thank you, Barkeep
1: yeah, I tell you what, That's on me That's on that. You can have that one on the house <laughs> I'm guy. sorry
2: I mean, obviously we're still going to drink it mm. But what do you want to do now, Jules?
0: Mm. Well, let's sit next to the Harry Potter guy
1: The Harry Who? Potter guy? I don't remember saying a Harry Potter guy the
2: Oh, Obviously. the secret mysterious dude. I love <laughs> that you saw a cloak.
0: <laughs> You're
2: like, I assume it's purple and magical. Okay, right. The, uh, Do you
0: want to suggest the naked person? No, instead? let's go to this All creepy right, dude yeah, in the You'd corner. You'd better
1: ask permission first before you sit down next to the naked oh. person. Jules, can you uh, give me a charisma uh, th- roll? So the D20? D20. The 20,
0: 20 sided yeah. dice? Oh, yeah. Yeah, roll
1: your dice. Pick out the, D- the one with 20 sides.
0: Is this a 20 sided one?
1: Well, it has the number 20 on it. Oh. It's <laughs> usually a good indicator.
0: Problem solving, eh?
1: Um if you can do that.
0: <laughs> Not wise.
1: And if this you can give it? me Yep, found it. A charisma save. So roll it. What'd you get? Ooh. 16. 16, pretty good. What's your charisma thing on the side of your on your stat sheet? +3. Plus +3, three. Plus three. 19. 19. That is ah. very oh, damn. good. Um Hell yeah. the 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 guy. Yes. The cloak guy takes off his hood.
0: Oh. Oh, hello there
1: lassie. What's your name? I'm abs- <laughs> Let me buy you. Bartender, I'll have another glass of your <laughs> finest piss. <laughs> oh, oh lassie, it's an absolute pleasure to meet you. What brings you to this town? Tell your big old friend, the big bear man, to come and take a sit down <laughs> as well. What are your names?
0: Uh, My name's Freya... Um, what's my last name?
2: Mathsabad. <laughs> G'day, Maff-so I'm Reflux. Bad. What's your name? Uh, My name is... Sloppy,
0: sloppy, What sh-loppy. are you up to today, Sloppy? Oh, I was
1: just about to set off on an adventure, a but twist. I need a quest. Someone stole my bloody... my car. Oh, no! <laughs> my cart, rather, because there's cart. no cars here. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I was going to go get him, And uh, if you could help me get my cart back,
0: I'll pay you many, many gold. <laughs> <laughs> you can jump on board me and we go for a fly. Oh. You don't have wings. That's not
2: (laughs) how the dragon person works. You're not a physical, actual dragon. I suck. Um, Although I've got piggybacking power, apparently. So uh, everyone jump on my back. Let's go out and find this cart. Alrighty. So let's go find your bloody cart. And let (laughs) me just quickly arrange for some. um, Let's go. I think I saw
1: them go this way. Oh, I think that's them over there. I think I can see them. That big man with the horns. Oi. I want the rest of you. You've already given me your cart. Oh, what's your name, man who stole my cart? <laughs> my name? Um, my name is Penny. <laughs> and I'm going to kill you. Oh, let's oh no. Get, um, let's get into a quick little
2: battle, I reckon. Um, I, what have I got? What have I What's my weapon? You've got a Melissa there on your sheet. Oh, gee willikers. I grab a javelin because yep. old mate's not here yet. And I lob it right right at old mate's head. Oh, you throw the javelin at Penny!
1: Um I've got a crossbow! You've got a cross- Alright, so producer Matt, if you could both roll a D20 for me. Uh-huh, sure.
2: Oh no. Producer
1: Matt, good. what did you get? A nine. Julia, what did you get? Seven. Seven. Penny got a seventeen! Penny will go first. Penny will pull out his knife and he will
0: attack Reflux the half-orc. Penny sounds like Dobby.
2: <laughs>
1: Penny's,
0: the voice actor, has limited voices <laughs> that Penny
2: can do. Penny, right.
1: Penny rolls. Uh, Penny will do it. 1d12 damage. Does 7 damage to Reflux the half-orc.
2: Oh, no, that is not neat. How many hit points do you have left after oh, that? Maybe 300? Oh, no. Um, max is 24. So okay.
1: Julia, um, Freya Mavsabad goes next. What would you like to attack Penny with? Penny's pretty weak, just for time's sake. The bagpipes. You attack him with the bagpipes? Jeez Louise, that's not, <laughs> not what I was expecting, but I guess technically if he were to use the bagpipes as a weapon, that would be an acceptable way of
2: attacking someone. Um, yeah, I or, feel like you know, the bagpipes you could um, grab, like you know you could wab them with the little sticks to stick out. Freya whips out her
1: bagpipes. (laughs) Ah, the music is bleeding my ears. Freya, um, roll roll a D8 for me. Roll a D8.
2: Trying to watch this woman try and work out how many sides eight equals. No.
0: This is an eight, I think.
1: What did you get, Freya? A six. A six. Ah, you've got me right (laughs) in the kneecaps.
3: Oh, I'm still
2: fighting, though. Oh, just you wait.
1: <laughs> he is on death's door, everybody. Ooh. Reflux the half-orc, what do you decide to do?
2: Um, I belly flop onto him because I've got the acid skin thing. Smart. All right.
1: Uh, <laughs> Reflux the half-orc jumps up. Uh, I'm going to need you to do... Oh, Let's do a athletics check to see how high you can jump. What is your athletics?
0: Where's my athletics?
1: It's in, like, the little side panel uh, underneath. Athletics uh, plus
2: six, mate. What? Plus
1: six. Right, give, roll a d20 <laughs> for me. Athletics.
2: Oh no, that's not great though. Four.
1: Four plus six, ten. Oh, Let me you. just quickly roll for this guy to see what you needed to get to be successful. A D20. He rolls a twelve. You you belly flop onto the ground. Classic. Oh. I roll a D four for me uh reflux. <laughs> I got a two. You hurt yourself with two damage because you belly flopped onto a, some gravel. You got <laughs> yeah. belly
2: you got no. belly rash. I had a dollar for every time, hey. Uh
1: just to round things out. Um Penny is going to uh Run away! <laughs> <laughs> Penny decides to run away, and you've never seen Penny, and he gets away with the cart, and...
2: oh, oh. did realise you could lose.
1: And Penny gets away with it, and our heroes reflux the half-hawk, and uh, Freya Mavzabad the dragon born, do nothing. <laughs> Pretty unsuccessful yeah, first outing. That's drink. Dungeons and Dragons. You had a drink? You got to drink some <laughs> <laughs>
2: Just a lot Peace. of urine. And that's a
1: loose introduction into Dungeons and Dragons.
0: Oh, that was a lot of reading.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, it was a hard game. It's not for everyone. I
0: need to study my character.
1: That's fine. I, you got thrown it right then and there. That's all right. That's um, fun. You enjoyed it?
0: Yeah. All right. Did I enjoy the voices. Yeah, I enjoy the theatrics. The
1: theatrics are good. Sound effects is fun. Um, <laughs> limited by the vocal side of things, but hey, that's what you do. Um, you do seem to be a natural dungeon master. Thank mm-hmm. you. I am hoping to become one in the near future, of some sort.
2: <laughs> <Just make that laughs> like game me. or just personally? Personally,
1: in my own dungeon. Yeah. Um, did you enjoy being Freya for a little bit, being able to be able to leave Julia behind and being someone else for a split second?
0: Sure.
1: <laughs> you don't have to say yes. You can say no. <laughs>
0: I was getting to the mind of a dragon. Yeah, all right. Just wasn't that exciting. Uh, reflux?
2: <laughs> did you know being Reflux? I did. Right. I, I think he may come back.
1: Mm. Jeez, Reflux the half-orc. Mm. Will he ride again? Uh, you know what? He probably won't. <laughs> <laughs> but Because uh, he
2: doesn't appear on the rest of the show is the thing, Matt. No, that's ah. true. It's just for my personal life. He'll be a, like a persona of mine that I put on. <sighs> whenever a little bit just... of
0: Reflux coming up. <laughs> you <laughs> whenever you, oh, look
1: out, whenever you went to
2: go to belly flop a cart thief. <laughs> <laughs> All the thing is,
1: times. you needed to get, uh, Penny only had eight hit points. You did six, but if you only you'd hit, if yeah. you a hit on your yeah. belly flop. Yeah, no,
2: that is unfortunate. <laughs> So I guess that's
1: the game, eh? That is the game. You're looking at me (laughs) like (laughs) I... I wanted you guys to win. I didn't want anyone to have a loss in the very first experience. But That is what it is. You're a bunch of born losers. Could
0: have been three hours longer, though. Could have been.
1: Well, that is the thing. I was going to make it four hours, but I suggested against it. (laughs) Uh, This isn't a Dungeons & Dragons podcast. It's actually a Best Bits of the Nick and Jules podcast as well. a radio show. Yes. uh, Today we had, as well as uh, Reflux and Freya, we were joined by Mm. Evelyn from Married at First Sight. Mm,
0: she's, um, She's an outspoken one. She doesn't hold back and she tells people where they're in the re- wrong relationship. We
1: didn't have time to sort of delve into this when we had her on air but you said she's an intruder. I don't know how intruders work in this show because is isn't like, mm. does that just mean they had a wedding later than everyone else?
0: Yes. When they get bored of the storylines, they're like, let's throw someone else in.
1: Let's have more weddings.
0: Yeah, because people like the wholesome part of it and they're like, oh, maybe they can be a sane participant this year. Yeah, right. And you try and pick out the sane ones <laughs> and, um, and then you go, that one's going to be the I don't think villain. we've spoken and to any of them yet. Hmm. Uh, Not the sane
1: ones. No. They tend not to do the radio interviews. Actually, <laughs> yeah. they tend not to apply
2: for the show. Mostly. Uh, so,
1: yeah. Also in a similar wheelhouse to uh, Evelyn from Married at First Sight, we're joined by Associate, Professor, do- <laughs> Associate <laughs> Professor Asad Khan of the University of Queensland. Pretty much the same yeah. person. The
0: Venn diagram of the interest overlap would be interesting.
1: Well, with all the amount of time that people are spending on screens. Screen
0: time, yes.
1: It's not crazy to say that Asad Khan probably hung up on us and then went on to uh, watch the recap episodes on Channel 10. Channel 9? Yeah. Nine, nine. And nine now. Nine now. <laughs> you know, free plug for you, Married <laughs> for You needed the help. Um, that was interesting to hear about. Uh, you might not be that bad in the grand scheme of screen time.
0: I had a, a theory, but it doesn't mean that. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't mean I don't want to reduce my time. What's your theory? Oh, I had a theory that everyone else was also pretty bad. Oh, yes. No, that's cool. <laughs> oh, <I thought, laughs> Almost mm.
2: certainly,
1: yeah. 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 <laughs> just, I'm not the worst. Pretty good theory. <laughs> pretty safe. How did it And then also, heavy,
2: heavy on the road chip chat today. Mm. Yeah. I am, every time people call up and we start talking about chips, mm. my mouth starts salivating. Yep. Mm. I think chips can be a breakfast food.
0: Well, Are it's just you try potato, to isn't it? Plant something
2: here. Oh, oh mate. Always oh, looking to plant potatoes. Uh, the chip breakfast. The chip breakfast show.
1: Sure. baked potato. <laughs> <laughs> well, realistically, what is a hash brown if not a hot chip in disguise? It's true, true, but it has a different vibe. It has different yeah. energy. Well, we... It is
0: versatile. Exactly.
1: Can it. we just talk about that for a second? How sure. that is low-key one of the ha- hardest working members of the food community, mm. the potato.
0: I've never met a potato I haven't liked. And That's I love so that
2: true. it classifies as a vegetable when we all know, mm, 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 as far as that category goes, it's in the bottom. But still, oh, veggie.
0: I'm like Robert Pattinson, which is with nothing and just bland starch, gross. But that, again, that just highlights
1: the versatility. He was pretty shredded in that movie, and if mm-hmm. you can use potatoes to get shredded, then why would you not? True. It's um disgusting. You gotta feel he would have had to have felt awful for two weeks, right? That's not a fun one to do. I jack. think your body no. gets used to things it's after bizarre. a while.
0: It's a cat. There's a
1: few fad diets out there like that where it's just like, just eat this for a period of time. Or like, we'll cut that out. And mm-hmm. you don't really, you don't think of potatoes being one of the ones that's like, oh, this is a healthy thing to keep in my day-to-day.
0: Sure.
2: Yeah, you'd usually, it's, yeah, chopped out because of the high-carb. Or you go paper. to
0: sweet potato. Oh, yeah. Sweet potato chips for me, thanks.
2: Well, do sweet potatoes fall into our road trip journey?
1: If they're nominated. The wedges. Wedges, Ooh. I don't, I don't know if wedges do that's interesting because we've. I think we actually even had someone recommend to, at the station here recommend us wedges. I don't. Mm. That is true. The, they Adwina from a, sales did an, suggest an uh, actively different cafe.
2: energy to a chip.
0: <coughs>
1: yeah. yeah, but again, it is just it's a it's the same chip wearing much like uh, I can't remember the guy from Dungeon <laughs> Dragons, this guy. Uh, <laughs> what are really? you know? No, not really. Who's the Peppy, guy wearing the cloak? Peppy, Peppy, oh, Stinkum, Stinkum, <laughs> Stinkum. <'em. laughs> much in the way that Stinkum wore a cape to or a cloak to hide his identity. Sure. That's what the wedge is. It's the cloaked. <laughs> it's a cloaked chip,
2: <laughs> cloaked in lies. Cloaked in. Well, I was, I don't so, think it's
0: lying to me.
1: Well, it's being. It's quite. It's being quite upfront about it, its deliciousness most of the time. I find them to be a drier chip generally. The wedge. The wedge. Starch, yeah, you sort of, your mouth does get dry if you don't have the sure. correct uh, condiment. To go oh, you're in.
0: not I raw dog in a,
2: a wedge no, bowl, no. no. It's
0: more reliant on the sour cream and the sweet mm, chili, whatever so else you've got going on. Anyway,
1: so true. A
2: lot of chip chat
0: here.
1: A <laughs> lot of chip chat. Chip, chip. Chip chat. Having a stroke. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, A lot of chip chat coming up in the podcast. Enjoy. And if you've got any feedback or any suggestions about where we should go, obviously find uh, Nick and Jules on Instagram or go to Facebook and send us a message. We'd love to hear from you. Enjoy the podcast. Welcome in. Uh, And welcome, producer
2: Matt, to the show. I'm always uh, up for a bit of chip chat.
1: (laughs) Yes. We are talking road chip. It's our road trip, an idea that we had yesterday on the show to potentially traverse this great continent. Uh, state rather of ours.
0: <laughs> Five best hot chips in Vic.
1: Uh, all that matters really, to be honest. <laughs> F <laughs> off the rest of the continent. We
2: can just have one this is the state. Oh, like I've uh, hung out with mates. We've literally gone to the shops just to get the hot chips mm. from a certain place. So the rest good. of the meal on our own. But, uh, yeah, those hot chips, they make the difference. Uh,
1: we've got a bit of an idea. we had people, plenty of people calling in across the show to make suggestions about where we should be going. Uh, Jules and I love the idea. We understand it. You know, uh, it's... It's only an idea at this point.
0: We like to spitball, and I guess you like to rein us in, ruin the fun.
1: Uh, tell us what's <laughs> no.
0: a, you know, achievable. May I
1: defend <laughs> producer Matt and uh-huh. I'll say, yes, maybe he spoils the fun. But that's <laughs> I also think that's a commandment handed down by our boss, Mo and Bear Mel. He's the mouthpiece. And also I don't want to do the planning, so keep them on your good side, Jules. Don't be an idiot. Sure. <laughs> sure. Okay. We have
0: some ideas. Can we just like throw them at you and please do. Say if it's achievable or not. Uh, yeah.
2: I mean a lot of it, yeah, I've heard some of the things you've been saying. <laughs> just to nip it in the bud now, we can't get a hot air balloon. So <laughs> <laughs> easiest,
1: rain way that in. To, easiest way to, you know, sometimes this road works on the Hume, so it's hard <laughs> to get traffic. Come on. No. There's very rarely air traffic, Matt. Especially at um. this time of morning. <laughs> um the thing is, so first of all, we can do it.
0: Yeah, is absolutely, it yes. A, it
2: has been approved somehow. going on a road trip.
1: The name, yeah.
0: Road Chip, is it being approved? I like oh, puns.
2: It was approved the second it okay. came out of your mouth. Right.
1: <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. That's my you don't have to run that
0: by email. I'll, trade, email.
1: I'll trademark that one. Uh, so we're going to assemble a task force comprised of solely Julia and
2: I. Yes. Well, you guys can head it, but I don't think it's just you two making um, choices. I've not seen you bring any hot chips into the studio at mm -hmm. any point. Oh, because we're not allowed to have a deep fryer in here, which I've requested on multiple
0: (laughs) occasions. What are you thinking instead?
2: Oh, we need a team, a team of experts. And by a team of experts, I mean anyone who turns up.
0: Anyone that has a mouth and is able to eat a
2: chip. And and can really just be eloquent about uh, what it is that makes the chip float their boat. So we'll okay. uh, need someone who can review
1: the chips. Yep. We can maybe do that on tomorrow's show. Find someone to come mm. with us. Uh, if, it's, if we're forming a task force, badges? Um, I've got those little peel-off uh, sticky ones.
2: You can have plenty of those.
1: Badges. What else does task force have? Well, uh, a gun? I'm thinking-
0: a <laughs> gun! <laughs> what? Like a... Like a- a chicken salt gun. Well,
1: salt you see the salt guns <laughs> are used for getting rid of flies. And we would what we would do is we would get the chips unsalted from the place. That's and then, cool.
2: I, Matt, I'd put one in your mouth and
1: then I would shoot <laughs> you in the mouth with the salt
2: gun. Let's um oh let's put the put in that one and just uh oh, okay. speaking of pins a chip grenade.
1: <laughs>
0: Damn, Again, right, um, no no. Okay. What about well, like a, a crown for like the chip king or queen? Oh, oh, well, cause
1: we, we have to figure out at the end of this trip. Mm. The who's going to be the number one? So yeah. there's got to be some prestigious honour being awarded.
2: This is true, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think what we're going to do, like for the number one, obviously the whole state, it's so hard, mm. and I feel like that there's too many people that might get missed out. So I think what we're going to do is actually go um sort of area by area. Okay.
1: Oh yeah. So have you got a bit of an itinerary
2: sort of worked out roughly for us? Yes. Um, in the way that I worked it out was going um, east to west <laughs> seems oh. to be the <laughs> way. The old clockwise across the state. So. Yeah, kicking it off uh, the border, Albury-Wodonga region. Um, Got up top, 12 o'clock, yeah. Cool, cool, That is uh, the place to start. And then uh, each region after that, so we'll be like uh, Shepherd and Bendigo Mildura will go uh, across over the next couple of weeks, um, yeah, nice. getting the, the best chip in each area. Perfect. Right. What else do we need? Is that That's really it.
1: Like, we
0: could have like a chip tasting night.
1: Well, that's what oh, we yeah. do. Like, I suppose, yeah. much We're in sh- the way that MasterChef gets you to plate up, yeah, we'll go yeah. to a few places and we'll, get, we'll bring our chip king or queen and... We're our official chip representative, whoever yeah. they are, and they can
2: be a like a on the panel with us. That'd and be that, fun. that weighs a great way with that anyone else can come and taste. Yes. So I think if we invite anyone to come, yep. they have like a cool little form, they fill it out, mm. judge at each uh, each place and we'll uh, work out you know what that means. All right. That's a Love lot it. of ideas.
1: A lot of ideas being thrown at you. We appreciate you being the logistics man on this producer, Matt. Mm. Uh, more stuff. Tomorrow on the show we explore our chip representatives, our chip kings and queens. Yes. And we've got our itinerary.
0: Love it. Who's doing the best hot chip in the state of Victoria? We're thinking we're going to do a road chip, a trip around Victoria to taste all of these, but we need to know where to go. We need your help on 131060 to compile a list of places. Yeah,
1: like a family would, plan the itinerary for a holiday. Hmm. You're doing the same thing with us right now. Over to the phones on 131060. Beck, whereabouts is it?
0: Where's the best hot chip?
4: Oh, uh, 100% Macintosh Street fish and chip shop in Shepparton. Right. Oh,
0: okay. What, what's so exciting about them?
4: Um, well, it could be I grew up on that and Aww. we always went there every time we got fish and chips. And then even since as an adult, like, I, I actually live in Marotna now, Um, but we still, I still go to fish and, like, McIntosh Street, fish and chip shop. Oh, you've got if you've got, got some
1: loyalty to the brand. They obviously do yeah. a pretty good job. What sets their chip apart, in your opinion?
4: Oh, well, I've just never gone anywhere else. Though. Okay. She has to surveyed <laughs> the rest of the market. You had the best. Why <laughs> no, have the rest? Have yeah, no. And the gravy, too. It's oh, just 100%. All right, right Beck. thanks for the call. That's all right. Thanks, guys. Uh, we
1: probably only have enough time to take one more here, Jules, before we've got to hit news and weather and mm-hmm. then do Elf So let's wrap things up with, uh, oh, another Beck. We've got Rebecca here from Mildura. Where is it, Rebecca? Where is uh, where's the best hot chip this state has to offer? Uh,
4: it's Mallee Burger Chips and Gravy. Mallee Burger? Burger Shop.
1: Beautiful. Yeah. All right. What are they doing so goddamn right?
4: Well, I don't know. See, I've worked in food all my life. And yeah. for me, a chip has to be nice and crunchy and just, it just tastes good. But with Mallee burger chips, you can have them soggy. You can have them anyway. And they just are a dick. They're just, oh,
1: unless you taste one, work. you
4: have no idea. Like, huh. and like I live the fat life, mate. I know a good chip when I'm, when I'm. you know what I'm saying? Like Becca, that's
1: a, 40. that's a massive thing. That's a, that's a huge compliment to pay, to pay them because if everyone soggy, wants it. Yeah, yeah. They're still good.
4: Yeah. Yeah, they are. And I'm, like, as I said, I'm a fussy carb person and I've, you know, and I've like I've only just recently given up w- working in food, and I just know that unless it's nice and crunchy, mm. it's just got to be a, a good chip. But with Melly Burgers, you can eat it soggy, you can, and they're the best hangover cure. If you've been wow. on the piss all night, and <laughs> ate, oh my god, a bag <laughs> of chips and gravy, you're living the best life.
5: Like, what do you say
4: to people that try and eat any other chips? <laughs> <laughs> well, I obviously don't really promote it much because obviously I worked in the food industry, but sure, yeah. yeah, if you really want to know the best chip, if you're ever passing through, stop off, get a Mallee oh, burger chips and gravy love and you'll, you'll thank me for it.
1: It's going on the list. Rebecca, thank you very much for the call. We appreciate it.
4: <laughs> no worries. You guys have a great day.
1: Last week, Jules, and even yesterday on the show, we've been discussing how you've got what I think to be fairly high screen time on your phone, which uh, is not a great thing, I
0: believe. Yeah, five hours. I think we're up to 14 minutes over the weekend. Um, I wasn't proud of it because you shamed me for it, but I well, feel like I'm not alone. A lot of us are glued to our phones these days.
1: Yeah, people, we do hear about screen time a lot and it's to, so much to the point where even iPhones, Androids, they'll say, hey, you've done this much screen time on average per week. I don't know if it's cause for concern. Somebody who can probably tell us a little bit about the health side of things is the Associate Professor Asad Khan from the University of Queensland. He joins us now. Good morning. Good morning. Now, Professor Khan, tell us five hours and I think it's technically five hours and fourteen. Is that right, Jules? Yeah. Is that cause for concern? Is that a lot on the grand in the grand scheme of uh, screen time?
5: Oh uh, well, I mean, I think that different people we have different data, and as you said, that five hour fourteen minutes. One of the data shows that five 5 hours on on smartphone the other 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 result shows that 6.6 hours so you're not alone in the in the in the business
1: professor khan look you've led a large study of uh, over half a million 11 to 15 year olds that found a link between recreational screen time which is Jules that's you and the link between mental and physical health problems. Jules is double that. She's she's twenty nine, going on thirty. <laughs> Thanks. Is there sort of can this be extrapolated? Is there any sort of link between those two things between the screen time and mental health that can be looked at for
5: adults? In the in the adult literature, what we have found was that mental health is uh, sorry uh, the excessive screen time. Now the the trouble with men uh, with with adult population is that we don't have any sort of precise guideline for that. When uh, for the kids uh, we have got guidelines you know that zero hour for uh, for uh, up to 2 years 1 hour for uh, 2 to 5 years and and max of 2 hours of recreational time for 5 to 17 years but for the adult population we don't have any guideline like that but certainly you know that excessive screen time and the screen time is not only the duration but also the content that you are watching so going back to your your question i think that there are a lot of um, physical uh, health issues like poor posture yeah. uh, you know, repetitive uh, strain injuries, uh, vision problem, headache, sleep problem. And sleep is a big, big issue and Mm. sleep, uh, is, is 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 becoming a a, a lot of is is becoming has become a lot of um, issue uh, in the recent past because of excessive screen use. So this is actually common for for you know kids and and adult population.
0: so we want to talk healthy ways to combat this. Long gone are the days where parents are looking to their kids and going, "Get off your phones," because they're just as addicted. We're all addicted. We don't want to get glass boxes where we have to put our phones and lock them away for an hour. So what can yeah. we do? when these apps are designed specifically to get us to keep
5: picking it up? So it, it's not an easy thing. I mean, the parents can be role model. I mean, if I binge watch Netflix for five hours uh, and, and ask my boy, "You don't touch your mobile phone, that's not going to work. So mm. we need to create an enabling environment. We need to set boundaries, you know, and, and we need to negotiate with the kids um, and ourselves that, that what is our boundaries, what is our goals, and then, then work together to achieve that. Uh, and, and there are different suggestions on that, like, uh, you know, that you can create, um, you know, that uh, uh, screen-free uh, bedroom and we're not going to use a screen one hour before uh, before going to sleep, that kind of thing. And, and uh, so there are plenty of options there that a family can work on. But I think that what we are trying to advocate is that it is something that a family can achieve together.
1: It's all about setting those boundaries, Jules. You're going to have to start setting some boundaries for yourself, Try and okay. establish that at the home. Let's get that five hours down. All right. You've just joined us speaking with Associate Professor Asad Khan of the University of Queensland on the link between your health and the screen time that Jules has been clocking up, and many of us are. Uh, Professor Asad Khan, thank you so much for your time this morning. We appreciate your uh, your words of wisdom and advice there. My pleasure, and, and
0: have a nice day. We are continuing on with Married at First Sight, the juggernaut that it is. We saw part one of the couple's retreat last night. Not it sure. was getting heated. Bronte and Harrison fighting uh, like desex sex chihuahuas, as Evelyn <laughs> <laughs> said last That's night. A-
1: hyper-specific. All right. right. Oh,
0: yes. And I love that she is speaking out, looking after her gal pals on the show. Evelyn is here with us. Good morning. Good
3: morning, everyone.
1: Evelyn, just quickly, D-sex chihuahuas, uh, <laughs> much experience in the D-sex chihuahua department. Why D-sex? <laughs> I would have thought, you know, if they had their bits, they'd be going at it a bit harder.
3: I think I said under
1: Unders- uh, uh,
3: under- sex- ah, yeah,
0: That makes
1: Evelyn all of a sudden all the bits fall into place. I, yeah, no, that's the perfect thing to
0: have said. <laughs> <you go>. oh, <laughs> what I love, Evelyn, about you on the show, you are the voice of reason. You are saying it how it is and I just, I, <laughs> I love it because we're all thinking the same thing. Why is Bronte still with Harrison? Yeah, look, I think um, being outspoken is a blessing and a
3: curse mm. at the same time, but I think everyone in the group was kind of thinking what on earth is going on right now. And me being new, everyone obviously had filled me in on everything that's happened. And I'm just like, hang
0: on, why is this lady still here? <laughs> what? Because <laughs> what? you're an intruder in the show. You've come in a little bit later. What do the, do the producers give you some sort of fill in so you don't have to be sitting there at the episodes going, hang on. So who's this chick and who's that guy?
1: Or do they intentionally make you go in blind, Evelyn?
0: Um,
3: you go in blind, but you work out what's going on very quickly because the experiment is all you hear and all you see and all everyone talks about. Talk
1: about being outspoken and obviously a lot of people are going on married at first sight, trying the experiment because, you know, what they've had a crack at relationships outside of it. How has being outspoken in life been for you so far? Because it's very entertaining to watch, but <laughs> it's, a, it's an interesting dynamic to put when you put it in the context of, I guess, trying to find a partner.
3: I think men well my past partners. Yep. I think sometimes me being outspoken have has been I guess taken as being aggressive or taken in a negative light like it's trouble. I think moving forward, I I know that this trait is like Trait that I love at times, yeah. so like my partner should
0: appreciate that. Evelyn, your partner Rupert on the shows typically not as outspoken as you is a lot more on the quieter side that we've seen. Is I know. Are <laughs> <have> you <laughs> finding that you are speaking out a lot more on camera because you've got the, that opportunity to shine away from him? How, how you found the dynamic when he's been quieter and you are the one that's more likely to speak out?
3: Um. Well, he was just cheering me on from the background. He was like, okay. go on, girl. Do your thing." <laughs> like, just because he's not vocal, we have the same like values and morals. Rupert and I. He's obviously more introverted, but he, like, kind of works. Is um, because
1: you say like in, in past with partners haven't been uh, super on board with you being outspoken and being willing to say those sort of things. So you're saying that Rupert is, I guess, there with you a little bit more than those guys have been in the past.
3: Absolutely, absolutely. He. Um, to this point in this exp- in the experiment, he has had my back, huh. 110%. That's
1: got to be a nice, refreshing take, because I guess a lot of the time people do have, and again, to bring it back to merit at First Sight, obviously the people they get matched up with, a lot of the times partners inherently have problems with each other. That's got to be a nice thing to actually get something that you were looking for in a partner, right?
3: I know. Rupert's a grower, not a shower. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Uh,
0: well... <laughs> We are loving it. Please stay as outspoken as you've been on the show. MAPS continues. Married at First Sight tonight, Channel 9 and 9 now at 7.30. Thanks so much for your time. Bye, guys.
1: Not quite the news bulletin. Jules, I have a journalism degree that I just don't use enough. Mm -mm. So I bring to you the headlines that the regular journalists, the regular news programs of the world say, you know what, you don't need to hear about this, but I disagree, Jules. Love it. I say these are important. Let's get into in today's important headlines. Using the kitchen in the staff room may be killing you slowly. Why? Scientists in the UK just, they've been swabbing workplace kitchens all across the country and this is very similar in in Australia. And they have found disturbing amounts of dangerous bacteria lurking on, you know, uh, cups of coffee, the plates, just it be literally the same everything.
0: For a normal kitchen versus a staff kitchen, I
1: just think staff kitchens aren't getting the same love and care that your home kitchen probably is.
0: Sure, someone else will clean it. Karen will do it for us.
1: Some of the bacteria include Pseudomonas, Klebsiella, E. coli, as well as just plain old traces of feces. Yeah, Gross. yeah, nah, not fun. No uh, make sure you yeah. give that. Cup of wash before you make yourself a coffee this morning. Cool. On to the next, Jules. The Victoria's Secret fashion show is set to return. Well, I
3: guess the look I'm best known for is blue steel.
1: <laughs> the company has record uh, reported record profits uh, in the in recent years, with financial hurdles uh, being the reason why it was originally canned uh, ah. back in 2019. Hasn't yes. run for four years. People pretty outraged because it's coming back because they're like, oh, it promotes unhealthy beauty standards. No
0: body positivity. Yes. yes I yeah, imagine
1: yeah. if they bring it back, I would imagine they would probably have a slight diversity to the people out there modeling their gear. Hmm. I would imagine. I feel like that's like a very easy move to make. Make money. I would like to put myself out there as a potential, uh, Victoria's Secret Angel. Oh, great. I would like to, as we learned yesterday, the Chinese are getting men to model lingerie. I don't understand why I'm any different to Gigi Hadid.
0: I can see you with some wings, Nick.
1: Thank you. On to the last headline, Jules. Four fishermen have been rescued off the coast of Western Australia over the weekend after their ship capsized.
0: Jeez. Good thing they're okay. They're
1: okay. All four of them are okay. Two of them actually clung to an esky to stay afloat. And then after being rescued by services in the area... They were very disappointed to learn that what was inside the esky that they were yes. clinging to did not contain what they thought it did. Oh, no, the other is- That's a dash. That's the uh, cam footage from the people that rescued them. The other esky's got the bloody beers in it. This esky has just full of bait and ice.
0: Oh no! You can't crack a cold one after a rescue.
1: No, the that's the first thing that you want after you've been stranded at sea for hours upon hours <laughs> yes. is you just want a cold beer.
0: Uh, Nick, there's something that my boyfriend Peter posted on his Facebook yesterday. Something quite public that I don't know where I sit on it right now.
1: Mm, okay, photo of you. You didn't want to, you know. I, don't, I understand he's moving interstate for you, but you don't want to sort of be <laughs> like, we're not that
0: together, Peter. We don't want to tell everyone about it. No, nothing to do with that. So we are two months into long distance. We've got one month to go. Sure. We've got the house sorted, everything. We've got, you know, the finish line is in sight. And it really hit me yesterday with emotions when he posted on his, uh, his business page, he's a muso. He does performances and gigs up in Queensland. Yeah,
1: but he's hanging up the guitar for a... Uh... Yeah. Oh, for you.
0: He giving is up music. posting a picture of a farewell gig. He's saying, this is my last hurrah. This is my gigs for the rest of the month. Wow. This will be my last gig where I'm performing. And obviously some people weren't aware with the situation, what was going on with him personally, that was moving down. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of comments a lot of support and him sort of explaining where he's going, which is lovely. Makes sense. But I think it sort of hit me. I was just like, oh no, I'm taking him away from his hometown. I'm doing this to him. He's... He's I know he's sacrificing a lot for me but wow. it was just like You are a bitch.
1: I- <laughs> well, wow, Jules.
0: He's having this party because of me. Well,
1: the music will not go on. We will not be coming back for an encore. We will not be doing the second round of gigs.
0: But I- also not part of the planning process of this party. Well why would you be? <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna be there. In fact, um
1: That's why you're not in part that's why you're not part of it. <laughs> you'd be rude if you were it's like, no Peter, I want to be included. I'm not gonna be part of the gig. I'm not gonna even bother coming because it's too far for me to go. But. Well
0: he's gonna be moving down the week after. You'll so you'll see him. You know, see, I'll see him eventually. He's like that's perform. the whole point of the party. <laughs> he can
1: do the encore for yeah he can do the encore for you personally, but privately for you and your housemates.
0: It's um <laughs> He's written like special guests, like a little a little tease. Like okay. there could be someone who's rocking up to the event. That's
1: fun. Harry Styles still in the country. <laughs> Ed Sheeran. Snoop Dogg is also in the country at the moment. So, God, it could be a star-studded event for Peter's farewell.
0: Well, I was thinking it's the date that he's got for the farewell party is also my niece's birthday. Wow. So what would be really convenient if he happens to fly my niece up to Queensland? I can then send see the farewell party and... Two birds of fun stone. Yeah, how is um how
1: good is your niece on the drums?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not her, I've checked. <laughs> yeah, no, she's a
1: bit crap for a five-year-old.
0: Nick and Jules!
4: That was the Nick and Jules Podcast.